Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Merry Christmas. Welcome to Whiskey and Whitetails, the show for those that hunt with a passion and drink with a purpose. As always, I'm your host. I'm Gus. I'm Matt. And uh, welcome to the last show of 2023 on Christmas Day. Uh, we're, we're happy you're here. We've had a great year. Uh, Matt, what do you say? Yeah. Same. We're not going to trouble you with too much. I uh, just wanted to say thank you to all the patrons. And if you wanted to be start your new year as a patron supporter, you can go to patreon.com slash whiskey and whitetails. You check us out on YouTube. We do this podcast on YouTube as well. Correct. Um, yeah. thank, you to the Way, thank you to the Waypoint Network for uh, hosting us. Uh, yes, we appreciate all their, their partnership. The, so for the checks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. We're gonna keep these. We're not gonna bother you with some ad reads. Um, I think you already got to before you even got to us. So, Merry Christmas. Enjoy the show. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, man. What a what a what a way to kick it off. Can't hear you too well. Can't hear me too well? Might be all that music. It might be. Can you hear me now? I'm not gonna hear you. It's just not very loud. Might be my turn, turn your turn your USB volume up. It looks way down. How about that? Oh yeah, I fixed it. <laughs> <laughs> I figured I'd wear a Santa hat. Yeah, I should have known you should have told me I would have I'd have gone out and grabbed a uh I'd have worn my Christmas sweater. I have a Christmas sweater I wore last night. It's got uh He's got a cow with sunglasses, and he's holding a uh, like a Christmas hat like that in his mouth. But the top of the Christmas hat opens up, and it's a pocket for a beer. Oh, sick! Yeah, it's pretty nice. Where'd you wear that to? Uh, Christmas party for <laughs> Boy Scouts. Uh, nice. Did not have a beer in it at Boy Scouts. For full disclosure, yeah, just a water bottle. I was at um, Seven Stars today, and a guy walked in um, wearing a Christmas hoodie, and it had a bottle holder in the front. Nice. It wasn't a guy, it was David Higgins, but <laughs> I uh, I used to have a sweater that said uh it was like 
Santa Claus on a motorcycle and I said a rebel without a clause. Oh <laughs> <Hell> yeah. <laughs> uh, That's a good one. Yeah, it is. It is. Well, if you're listening on this day, uh, which is Christmas, uh, yeah. I have to assume that either you live so low and are doing, uh, doing the Christmas or holiday thing with family a different day. You already did, or you're taking a break because you've had enough of the family already. So welcome. We're here. Yeah. Welcome here. And if you're listening the day after Christmas, that's fine too. Always. Anytime. <laughs> you about to fresh pop something? Yeah. I picked up a, uh, I went to the little store by my house, had uh, a bunch of the Michter's um, offerings. So I picked up my favorite, which is the bourbon. You got yourself a Christmas cake? Yeah. What? Santa Claus. Nice. Ho, ho, ho. I'm going to take a picture. I'm going to hunt tomorrow. Okay. Yum. I'm going to take a picture, like a really nice picture of the Christmas tree cake. Yeah. And then we'll post, I'll post that Christmas morning. Merry Christmas. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Very nice. Yum. Mm-mm-mm. Are you hunting, uh, you hunting your little, the little 50 acres you got over there or. Yeah. Going for nice. Okay. Yep. Put corn out today. Um, which is good always. Mm-hmm. There's not much left mm-hmm. out there. I think, uh, I think they're scared. Yeah, I think that's that spot's been molested enough. Yeah, there's been a few deer taken in there this year. That's for sure. Does, does that poor, does that poor yearling still come around looking for money? Yeah, look, dude, dude, this morning, there hasn't been corn there in a week, probably. And uh, did we talk about this? Um, I, I don't know. I, I don't know if we talked about it on the podcast. I know you've been sending me pictures. Can't really see it. <laughs> She's right there. Yeah, yeah, there. yeah. Well, for those that don't know, I, I, I Matt brought me out to his, his little spot and uh i took a doe while i was out there and um you know that doe happened to have a a fawn it was well beyond having spots and and it should be fine you know yeah, to, fine. to be on its own but you know lost its uh lost its mom and it's been coming around the same spot and matt keeps sending me pictures like look what you did <laughs> let's look for his mom <laughs> i've been watching because it was kind of a late drop yearling and uh um, yeah yeah it's definitely fine i mean it's still alive walking around but um yeah, but they come out all the time. Like, yeah, yum yum, yum every time. <laughs> well, with 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 uh, you know, I know coyotes and bobcats and stuff out there, if it was at risk, it would have it would not have turned up any much, you know. Yeah. After the fact, so I think it's probably going to be just fine. Yep, she's all right. But I gotta, I still gotta update you on. Uh, like you don't have to see. That's the reason I never killed it because they're always they were always together. Yeah. And I was like, if I kill that doe, then I'm gonna have to watch this yearling wander around so i didn't have it so i don't feel guilty at all not that it, not that i would feel guilty but yeah you just feel like give, putting that onus on me i appreciate it yeah i mean i gotta see the pictures of it every day so i'm gonna let you know <laughs> here it is walking left sniffing yeah. right where you shot its mom that's all it does it goes back and forth it'll cross on the left and it'll come from the right and then it'll come from the left yeah sorry and if you're not there's a pile of corn there so there's no reason for it to be walking back and forth other than to be well there hasn't been <laughs> any corn i haven't put corn out since we hunted oh okay i thought for some reason i thought you went out there and put corn again no, corn out again uh, okay because i knew i was going to be gone all last weekend and, and uh this week you know work uh yeah been busy so i um didn't i'm not as busy as you i guess yeah new uh new job new new problems Mm-hmm. And uh, when you get hired to solve problems, you get all of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and everyone is a, I had, I had a customer say, this is a number one top priority. And then pause 
for effect, comma, how do, what do you say? Comma, pause for effect. Comma, pause for effect. Uh, she followed up with, I know I've said that for three other things and I still mean it. <laughs> I was like, all right, <laughs> you got it. So is this a number one over the last number one? No, what it is, is it's, if this is a number one, work Today. with the team and find someone to spearhead it and you manage the, the fires. And that's, that's, that's what I'm doing. You know, yeah. You get to, you're, you're aware that you get to a point in your career where that's what you're, that's what you become good at because you're involved, you know, the process, you know, the people, you know, people, you know, processes. So it, you can, you get to a point where it doesn't really matter what the job is, whether it's development, whether it's engineering, uh, you name it, it, once you get to a certain level, managing the processes is, is largely the same. It's just, man, it's just different processes and different people. That's, yeah. that's primarily what I'm doing. Yeah. It's fun stuff. Mm, I don't know about that. Let's yeah. talk about hunting. Sounds <clears throat> terrible. Dude, uh, well, before we get into that, I'm super <laughs> yeah. glad that we're done. Like, yeah, we're done. It, uh, I got no more events, no more markets, no more, no more, no more until February, which is sick. I get to have a this, whole month. This home. year was, was like on a scale of one to 10, like I give it a solid five or six in terms of per personally what I would have liked to accomplish and versus what we did. Now we were up again, we were up against a lot of things that we had no control over. So yeah, it is what it is, but I'm looking forward to really leaning into next year, leaning into the things that went really well this year, like the classes, the stuff out of the goatery, um, and just continuing to lean in heavy and on that stuff for sure. Yeah. Deaf. Most deaf. I don't know how Santa Claus wears this hat all the time. It would get really annoying. Yeah, I think he's got like a special one that's got like a wire in it or something maybe that keeps it right there. Yeah. And most Tim Allen, right? He had a microphone in it. Yeah, his was a microphone. That's right. And it stayed like right there. It was like yeah. part of his his whole it was his kit. Yeah. He got kitted up. I always thought tactical Santa. When I was little, the the um Oh, what is it? There's there's a group that like goes out to rescue Santa when he's in trouble, and um, like Elf Team Six. Yeah, and it's just like, <laughs> who who are you guys? And we're like, we're elves yeah. with <laughs> attitude. And I was like, oh, I want to be that when I grow up. Dang, I should watch that movie. I haven't seen that movie in a long time. Dude, it's a great movie, man. The, the, the Tim Allen humor is is great, and he knows how to even in his even in his current shows like Last Man Standing, he knows how to drop a punchline and hit a nerve without being over the top um, uh, disrespectful or just blatantly like singling out a whole group necessarily. Mm -hmm. But he says enough to, to where it's very clear who he's talking to. <laughs> um, and it's, he's been doing that since tool time yeah, or, or home improvement, whatever the show is called. Home improvement. Yeah. Well, the show was called tool time, but it was on home improvement. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which I is always, I thought it was cool to have a uh, show inside of a show show about a tv show yeah. yeah there's a couple of those that have there's some movies like that too it's kind of funny like you're making a movie about making a movie or making a uh, yeah making a tv show about making a tv show mm -hmm. it's funny but, like your your room still looks really long <laughs> looks really big and, yeah. yeah matt matt was in here for whenever we recorded with uh white tail distraction he was like this this, this looks way bigger on, on the, it's just the lens you know it doesn't yeah like i could i don't know if i put my arm out I'm almost halfway to the door. It's not, it's, it's not that big at all. <laughs> it just looks massive. <clears throat> Dude, I've been, um, I've been getting a little more cereal on, uh, like the Kentucky potentially moving there one day. Yeah. And so like, I found out that, um, as a veteran, I can get a, a $0 down construction loan. <clears throat> yeah. 
So basically I'd find property and get a loan through this company mm -hmm. and that would buy the property. And then the VA gives you one year to build. Yep. So we could build on it and then you'll have a 29 year mortgage, um, mm -hmm. a year later. So, <clears throat> um, I, I learned a little bit about construction, uh, loans from a mutual friend that we have who, who utilized one. Mm -hmm. Um, and the only thing that I would caution you and you obviously, well, I'm sure you will do your own research, but the only thing that I will say is the VA gives you one year to build, but sometimes the bank drags that process out because the bank will not release money from the loan for the next phase of building until they are satisfied with the, uh, so, so you'll have to get like city people come out and do inspections for yeah. let's say foundation or whatever, but then the bank sends their own inspectors out to make sure that the money they're investing in this is, is, is the, the work is quality. So that mm. process took the person that we know almost two years to build a house, wow. like a year and a half, because he got he actually got caught up in um, something to do with the land and some um, uh, conservation easement. It was nearby. It was it was a unique situation, but the potential is always there, I guess. Yeah, I'm gonna try and do. A, well, I'm not gonna try. I think we're gonna do a barn dominium. Yeah, nice. Uh, which is interesting the way the insurance goes on that. It's actually cheaper because it doesn't see it as a as a house, it sees it as a barn. Really? Yeah. But I guess the downside on barn dominiums is the resale is negative. Like you're going to lose your ass if you try to sell it. I see. But I think I this think, will be like I would think forever right, home. I'm not sure. What yeah. We'll yeah. I was gonna say with the right buyer, I would think, yeah, I guess I don't know. Yeah. yeah I don't know. But it'd be do dope. you guys have, do you guys have a, are you, are you thinking around the area that we're familiar with or somewhere else? Yeah, I was looking at, I told, because <laughs> I think about everything because I live in my head. So I was, I was telling the wife, I was like, we should do like this. There's a town called Boonville, which is the same. It's like, I'm from, my family lives in Boonville, North Carolina. Mm -hmm. And it's the same thing. Daniel Boone like came through and popped up these towns all over the place. Nice. This is Boonville, Kentucky has a population of 81. <laughs> Small. But I told oh, Andy, I was like, I could uh, run for mayor, like eventually. <laughs> And be the mayor of this town and then like i'll funnel all the town money into my pocket and then, and then do like illegal stock trades and all this stuff, whatever politicians do but i already have my slogan it'll be don't vote red or blue vote army green because i fought i'll fight for this town just like i fought for our country <laughs> so good right oh you know it's so bad <laughs> but it is good but it'll work it'll be like that that family guy episode when Lois oh, was yeah. for mayor and she's like, yeah. 9 11 was bad. <laughs> she just starts saying shit at the podium. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> Terrorism. Yeah. And then <laughs> we're not going to bring Al Qaeda to Boonville, Kentucky. That's what <laughs> there you go. I'm sure you'll get all kinds of support. That's what I mean. Yeah, I, mean, I only got to convince 40 people. <clears throat> I'll come be your campaign manager. It works. We'll, we'll strong arm some folks into, uh, into voting. We'll just, we'll just do some mail-in ballots. Yeah, we could. We did 100%. Yeah. We had 4,000 yeah. votes for for <laughs> Joseph Green, but we only have 80 residents in the city. Yeah. Wild, right? Yeah. I'm going to do a... Yeah, I'll, I'll create like a pandemic or something where no one can leave their house and they have to mail-in vote. I'll do that. That's a good idea. I wonder if anybody's ever done it before. I don't know. It's a novel, novel, novel thought. <clears throat> yeah. Jesus. Jeff? Yeah. Yeah, Jeff's chilling back there. We've got his back to you. Is he mad? Yeah, he's pretty pissed at me. We uh yesterday was nail day and flea treatment, which 
is a pill they got to swallow. And so yeah. I hold them and Andy basically shoves his pill down their throat and then holds her mouth shut. And then you got to like touch their nose and shit until they'll, they get mad and start licking and then they'll swallow. Yeah. So I don't think he's forgotten about it yet. That's, that's fun. I imagine for a, a small size predator that lives in your home. Yeah. Well, there's one of them. We won't do it to because he's a bitey boy. Which one's that? Salsa. Oh, salsa is. <laughs> yeah. I like he just salsa. gets the neck, uh, cream yeah. stuff. Uh, okay. Yeah. He's, uh, a, he's, he's the only one like, cause you know, I fuck with him all the time, all of yeah. them, but he's the only one that'll do that. Like, <laughs> you know, and I'm like, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> Calm down. Is he out of the cast? Does he run the house? Oh yeah. He's in charge. Really? That's wild. Yeah. Yep. You wouldn't ever think it would be him, but it is. No, I would have never thought cause like, he's so goofy too. Yeah. He's a weird cat, man. He's, <laughs> He's strange and like his hips aren't, aren't really good. So he like yeah. waddles funny, but yeah, he has like this well, tactical crawl that he does all around the house. Whenever I'm walking around, he'll run from me. That, that's funny. Yeah. Um, are you going to hunt anymore for the years? Up? Uh, yeah, I have to, I've got, I've got some youngins that want to go hunt and some nephews. So I'll be getting out, uh, maybe tomorrow night. I think definitely Saturday. Uh, and possibly Sunday. I'm gonna hunt as much as I can between now and the end of the year. I'm off for a little bit, so I'll take, try to take advantage of that. And then, um, yeah, later in later next week as well. The, the Do you remember where my stand is? Yeah. You should put corn there and, uh, come back the next day. There's okay. a doe that uh, she comes out almost, I mean, the camera's dead now, but yeah, she was coming out every single night, like okay. right before, before dusk. Nice. Yeah. I can do that for sure. I haven't hunted there all year. Yeah. yeah, I might go put a blind on that road like you did previously and put corn as well so I can sit somewhere with the kids. Let me know if you see that big-ass turkey back there. <laughs> yeah. I'm coming there, for him. There's a, there's a bunch back there in that area. Um, mm -hmm. That new that new stand by that where that they clear-cut that area and, and planted stuff, um, I've hunted there a couple of times, and there are there is a slew of turkey that like to come hang out there. That'll be a good spot to hunt in the spring. Yeah. The one uh, Joe told me about, like I saw him that night. He, uh, yeah, huge man. But he walked straight back in the swamp. Didn't care about calling nothing. No, <clears throat> up no, they get out for him. They don't give a shit. They, they know where they live and where where they roost, and uh, they're not slowing down for anybody. So you'll have to get in there when they're they're all fired up for getting a little at, a little piece of action and uh, get him. You see? Did you see the new turkey loss? No, yesterday. Oh no, I did not. Um, I'll pull them up real quick. Talk about something else. One more. Yeah. The, um, I, I actually, the one thing I'll talk about, I thought was funny. I was thinking, I was trying to find things that were both hunting and Christmas related. And I came across this Christmas hunting tradition, which would be fun if we had a larger group of, of friends that hung out on Christmas, but it's called the, uh, the side hunt. And the side hunt is basically you, uh, you, with a bigger family, maybe a, a family that's, uh, brought together by, you know, one person that was married. Right. So you have in-laws on either side anyways they uh you team up or you split in two and you have sides right and each side goes and hunts and there's a predetermined prize or whatever and whoever brings back the most game like wild game from from that hunting morning or evening whatever it is wins whatever the said said prize was. so it's a collective mm. you know thing right so one person may kill a huge buck and, and one group and everybody else may make you know skunk but the other side may may have a couple small deer and then a bunch of turkey or whatever's in the season in that area because they're you know, fall turkey in some places, and uh, you never know might have a cool uh, 
a cool win. I don't know what the prize would be. And I didn't really see what country that was in. I just thought it sounded fun to hunt on Christmas. Yeah. I'm probably going to hunt on Christmas. You should. Won't be anybody out there. Well, there's not going to be anybody out there anyway. But the reason why is I was thinking about the, we've talked about it before, like the go hunt in the morning and you come, like you start chili and then you come home and the chili's yeah. ready. Hell yeah. You're cold and shit. Um, Hell yeah. But we're doing chili. I'm doing a, I'll, I'm probably going to film it. I don't know. I'm not, we'll see. But I'm doing a venison honey bourbon chili. Honey. Tell, yeah. talk, tell me more. I'm just, instead of using brown sugar, I'm going to use honey. Okay. Because I usually put brown sugar in it. Um, Interesting. And then I'm going to make, do the oven roasted tomatoes like I, like I normally do. Mm-hmm. Um, with garlic and all that. Nice. No, no. I'm going to try out something new. Good. Should. I don't know how honey's going to taste in uh, chili, but I like honey, so I can't imagine it would be bad. I'm sure it would be just fine. And then I'm going to make it extra spicy. I gotta get yeah. <laughs> Getting hot in there? Yeah, a little bit. I might take it off. Yeah, it looks warm. Yeah. Because I'll wear it on, I could wear it on top. There you go. <laughs> so the new uh, turkey, so a later start day of turkey season beginning on April 10th statewide. A reduction wow. in the number of turkey, 31 day season, so be April 10th to May 10th. And a reduction in spring gobbler bag limit. Decrease the bag limit from three to two birds and maintain the current daily limit of one. Interesting. Interesting. I've I've hunted a handful of times and um, felt like I wasn't seeing as many as many turkey. It might be the case. That's kind of a trend going on across the state. So they're just making some adjustments to uh, compensate for that. Yeah. They had, that's why um, it's important to fill out those surveys at the end of the season, folks. You're uh that's your biologist, state biologist and, uh, and DNR uses that to help gauge how they need to manage wildlife. Actually, it says these are their recommendations. I don't know if it's actually passed. Oh, or not. oh I wonder if that's being put up for a vote or discussion or something like that. Yeah, they need be. to make it, they need to make their mind up now because they got they don't got, only got a few months to get all their shit together. Yeah, before you know it, it'll be turkey season. Yeah, which is crazy. It's um. Are we going to do more or less this year? I feel like we should do less. Less traveling. and Uh, I think we do less travel and more deliberate. Be more deliberate with our time and and where we travel to. Um, I mean, just speaking from a bit, put my business hat on. If there's not an opportunity to make money um, or build build valuable um, or grow, you know, valuable, uh, relationships and, and connections then i don't think it's it's we're just going somewhere hoping for for that kind of thing hoping it's going to be valuable hoping that we're going to build you know our network and i don't think yeah. it's worth it not for this year anyways i just feel like i haven't been home at all yeah in the past. like it's like i work monday through friday and then i'm usually taking half a day on friday and driving somewhere right dude i've put my truck is i've had it three years bought it brand new it's got seventy-two thousand miles on it jeez what year is it? 2020. It's a 2020. Yeah. My truck is in October of 2020. My truck's 2020 also. And I've got, I've got close to the same amount of miles on it. So yeah. I bought it used, but still it's, uh, I've put a lot of miles on it just this year, driving back and forth to Kentucky, like four times or three times. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's the way it goes. It's the way it goes. Worth it. I wouldn't take any of it back. No, absolutely not. It's, I've had a great time. Yep. Had a great time. Yeah. The, uh, I was going to say something else. I don't remember about that. Don't remember. Um, 
But yeah, I'm going to try and get one more deer, I think. I need two more. That's what I want. Yeah. So I'm going out with a purpose. Just slay. I'm hunting with a passion and yeah. hunting with a purpose. <clears throat> drinking with a passion and drinking with a purpose. <laughs> I had a little bit of wild turkey last night, I will say. How'd that go for you? It's good. It's delicious. It's always, always delicious. Yeah. Yeah. I went to the liquor store and uh, found, came across, I hadn't seen um, the Mictors bourbon. I don't know why. I'm sure it's, and I'm sure there's some stores where it's there all the time, but I don't see it very often for some reason. So I snagged it. <clears throat> um, I was in there grabbing another bottle of uh, Evan Williams bottled and bond. And I mm -hmm. uh, saw that there. And then I grabbed the, grabbed the, the, my mom, some, some coconut rum. She likes to sneak over here and have a little, a little drink and she goes back to her house. So make sure I keep that on, on, uh, on reserve for when she comes over. All right. Uh, coconut rum, huh? What is she? 19. Coconut rum and Dr. Pepper. It's her thing. It's probably actually pretty good. Yeah. With her, with, as I mean, her age and you know, whatever, it doesn't take more than one drink and she's I'm going home now. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, mom, be careful. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she's good. But, uh, yeah. Do you, do you have like a bourbon centric liquor store by you? Like I wouldn't a, say like... bourbon centric. I've got a couple that have decent selections, but that's really hit or miss. Like I sent you a picture the other day of that one. They had two, uh, two of the bookers, um, mm -hmm. and they had, uh, the, Jack Daniels, uh, Sinatra select bottles, a bottle behind the counter, you know, but like, I don't have any, not that I, you know, our, our, our executive producer Colton probably knows more from this area here, but, uh, most of them are little, you know, two of them that I know are kind of like hole in the wall, mama pop shops. Um, now there's, there's one in goose Creek that has a pretty good whiskey selection, like probably the, to my knowledge, the best in this area. Uh, before you get down to Gibby's and um, some of the ones down closer by you, but it's kind of hit or miss, you know, clientele, the average customer sort of drives, I think what some of these stores buy and keep in stock. So mm -hmm. but this little area up here where I'm at is growing a lot and neighborhoods are popping up. And um, I think folks are seeing the, the, the demand for, for whiskey and tequila. Those two things are, are blowing up. <clears throat> Speaking of uh, liquor stores um, tomorrow, Peter from Burn Church is doing a tasting at Gibby's. Uh, I think it starts at like three. Um, but him and Jeffrey are going out boozing as long as an invite. I'm probably going to go. to Tomorrow, like tomorrow, tomorrow, or tomorrow yeah. the day after Christmas? Tomorrow as in Friday. Okay. It's nice. Is that three o'clock? Yeah. It's like, I think the tasting starts at three. Is it like where's where's the tasting at? At Gibby's. Okay, so it's like an actual just like tasting. It's not like yeah, sit down a, have a meal kind of tasting. No, 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 no. It's just at, right. at the liquor store, and then where I think we're gonna go to uh, Jeans after. Are you hunting in the morning tomorrow? Then or are you hunting in the evening? I guess I'm not hunting tomorrow, huh? <laughs> so I'll hunt Saturday. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, um, <clears throat> I don't know about going to Jeans, but I will. Uh, I'll maybe I can time because I got to bring you some stuff tomorrow. Maybe I'll time just meeting you at at Gibby's for that for a little bit. And then, we could do that. That would be dope. Yeah, I'll just meet you. Or plan on. to meet you around three and meet you there, and then uh, hang out for a little bit, see see the guys, and then I'll I'll skedaddle back to to the house. Okay. Yeah. That works. Um. So 
we've been uh, we've tagged him and stuff. And he's tagged us, but DB's Bourbon Trail on Instagram. You remember? Mm-hmm. Yep. So he makes this advent calendar every year. Yeah. And I've always wanted one, and I don't know how you get them. Um, but anyway, so I had mentioned I had left a comment on one of his page. Oh, he had gotten the Yellowstone pick. Nice. Okay. And cool. he was like, "Wow!" And I was like, "Well, I'm glad you like it." I was like, "I've always wanted to get one of your advent calendars." And he never said anything back. And I was like, "Meh, maybe someday." So he hit us up and was like, "Hey, uh, I made you one." Nice. Like, when do you want to get it? And I was like, "For real?" And I've never really seen one like mm-hmm. he he posts stuff. But anyway, the way he does it is he has little QR codes on all the bottles, so it's they're yeah. all 31 days of December. Okay. Um, and then you scan it, it, takes you to his website, and it gives you like his review and tasting notes and and everything about cool. it. But it is the coolest. It, it's really cool looking. I'll send you a picture of it. Um, nice. I just put it downstairs, but uh, it's dope. So thank you to him for that. I'm yeah, probably gonna. Awesome. I'll put it on Instagram too. It's um, it's really cool. It's like, it's like, it's big. It's like this yeah. big, and it's all. What does he make? How does he make it? Like, what's, what's a it laser like? machine. Wood. Oh, really? Yeah. Nice. That's cool. So it's all wood, and it's got like the one, two, three, you know, thirty-one days, mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and the middle, it's got like his logo and stuff. It's really cool. So are they, are they like small, like samples and little yeah, they're sample like, bottles? Uh, they're the one ounce or two ounce bottles. Got it. Nice. And then he like dips, he wax dips all of them. Oh, nice. So it's like a ton of work. Oh, wow. I was say, absolute that, ton of work. That is a lot of work. Good Lord. Yeah. But he's like, I love Christmas and I love doing stuff like this and blah, blah, yeah. blah. So I hooked That's him up. I gave him some hats and uh, cool. Glenn Karen and some other stuff. So. Yeah. Rightfully so. That's cool, man. Yeah. Yeah. Jessica's been super busy with, uh, you know, making gifts she she has the, the whole laser thing going on so she's making gifts for teachers for family for for people from us you know um wrapping gifts do you know, baking cookies all the all the christmas things and she's you know kind of stressed out and i'm like hey you know it's all right to kind of like pump the brakes and enjoy it she, she goes she kind of looks at me like stressed and over she's like but i love this and i'm like <laughs> all right you know some people just love being kind of in it and and she's one of those people when it comes to the hustle and bustle of christmas so i get it like i get it being a lot of work, but still, still finding joy in it for sure. Yep. Andy, um, that's one thing about Kentucky is like, I told her, I told her, she was like, I don't want to do what I'm currently doing. Like the same yeah. type of job. And I was like, if we move out there, I don't really know how much time you'll have to work. Cause like somebody's got to take care of the chickens and the, and the donkey and you know, whatever There's, else I decide that I want to live. Right. With. Yeah. And, uh, but she wants to have like a crafting room. I think she wants to get back into it. Cause she used to do stuff like that. Yeah, um, just too busy now, you know, working a, for sure, working a yeah. job. But I like yeah. all that stuff, the creative. I wish I had more of it. Like, I can't, I'm not that creative as far as making stuff. I just don't have the ideas. I don't feel like I'm very creative either. I've just, like, I just kind of found my, like, I just enjoy working with wood. So, like, when we started this and the, the, the barrel stuff, the barrel wood stuff came naturally because it's kind of, I'm already kind of familiar with it. But outside of like doing little stuff with wood, Dude, I don't, I'm, I'm at a loss, man. Like I, I'm not a super creative person. Jessica comes up with wild stuff and I'm like, I, I don't even know how you thought about that. Like I, yeah. Well, the uh, other thing too, is like making stuff out of barrel wood, all the things that, cause you know how everybody loves to tell you, well, you know what you should do. You know, it's everybody yeah. says, you know what you should do. Yeah. And go ahead and tell me everybody wants to tell me what I should do. But anyway, um, they're like, you should make these bars, you know, the ones that open up and all this stuff. And it's sure. Like, do you know how much time that takes to make? Yeah. Like I've, I've, people have days. asked me, I'm like, would you make a bar out of a barrel? And I'm like, I don't, I don't think so. And here's why. Um, 
the number of people willing to pay what I would charge for that is very minimal and it's just not worth my time. That's what they tell it's us. Gonna take, like, it's going to be very dirty. It's yeah. it's going to take me a lot of time and it's a lot of effort. And the what people are willing to pay versus what I would want to be compensated for the amount of time it would take, I just don't think they're going to add up. Just scraping the char, like <laughs> just getting all that out of there and, and clearing yeah. it or whatever you end up, you'd end up doing. Yep. Dude, I days. But it's yeah, gross people are like, too. Dude, I see you could you could sell them for seven hundred, and I'm like, you should buy it because I would never. I would sell I them would, that cheap. A hundred, a hundred percent. Like I would. <laughs> first of all, I don't have a need for one. I, you know, I don't care for one, uh, so I wouldn't pay for that. But uh, I would certainly probably charge more than that. Yeah, hundred percent. It'd be a thousand dollars if if I made it. If they wanted me personally to make it, it, yeah. it'd, be, it'd be a grand. I enjoy making the small stuff that, that you can hold, you know, that's useful. You can use every day kind of thing. I, I find more joy in that. And then, um, yeah, just, you know, working with, uh, working with Jacob and the game calls, that stuff's fun. I, I think that's really cool. That's yeah. I think we're, I think we got a cool little niche where we're at with that. And, you know, maybe we'll branch out in some little things here and there, try some other stuff, but the, the big stuff it's, and it's also like. Mother's day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. People, people want to have it shipped and delivered. And it's like, then I got to take that to a freight, you know, distribution place, a warehouse and pay for, well, you got to pay for freight, but I got to haul it there and make sure it doesn't get damaged. And I'm just not interested in all that shit. Nope. Nope. I see them sometimes on Etsy for like 650 shipped. Yeah. Like that guy must, you really need the money. If you're making those that, if you're, if you're shipping them for 650, you, you need the money. Yeah. That's, I'm not interested. I'm just not. I'm not going to be because I'm not going to have a warehouse full of barrels, right? Yeah. So how much is a barrel going to cost? Well, because I'm only going to be able to buy one or two at a time, so I'm not getting bulk pricing. So that's going to be hundred bucks plus probably yeah. for a decent barrel. I mean, the time it's going to take, it's going to take several hours over the course of several days. It's just like I'm. That's no. Yeah, too much work. No thanks. That horse would be to death. Next. Yeah. If you uh, if you have an idea for us to make something that's not extremely time extensive. <laughs> yeah, uh, anything yeah. you think would be cool, um it doesn't have to be an original idea. We're cool. we're down to you know, put our own spin on things that are kind of out there already, especially uh, for seaweed coming up. We we sometimes like to have some unique themes just to offer while we're there selling a lot of stuff in person. Mm-hmm. Or if you're interested in having a whiskey and whitetails custom curated event. Ooh, by the way, we're going to have a location soon. Yeah. This deserves a. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me more. Yeah, Are we now? Bourbon personalities. <laughs> no. Oh, okay. <laughs> Never. <laughs> Forgot about that button. Um, I don't know that I can say, but it's. I know what you're uh, talking about, though. Yeah, that place. It's happening. It's it actually. Is. Yeah, it's going to be a what? private club, so it's not going to be open to the public. But <sighs> that's the move. Yeah. Because that that eliminates a lot of yeah that eliminates a lot of legal requirements well the other side Uh, of it too was he was telling me about um you have to have a three by or a four by four mop bucket stand 
like in order okay. to have an open for the public uh, restaurant. So in order to just get approved, you have to have a full menu. They have to approve the menu and you have to have this four by four and it's just not a big space. And so they were like, the guy was like, listen, here's what we'll do is we'll put it in the bathroom. Once you get approved, we'll put a, we'll put a sink on top of it and like build a cabinet around it or whatever. It's like, right. <clears throat> apparently that's what a lot of restaurants do or they'll do them outside, but he can't do talk, it outside. They're talking about that floor drain sink thing that you put yeah. stuff in for cleaning. Yeah. That's a requirement. A really? requirement. Did not know that. Yeah. I guess it makes sense from a, a health code standpoint. They want to sh- you to show that you have the. They want utility. you to prove you're not dumping it down the sink. Well, yeah. Well, I guess that too. Where the yeah. food is. I'm guessing that's what it is. I don't know. I didn't ask. Makes sense. Yeah. That's wild. What's the timeline on that? Maybe we can start lining up. Some, he's, uh, he's already got events. the plans. Um, yeah. okay. I, I assume he'll be building, starting to build soon. He has the building. I was in there. Yeah. Uh, today. He showed well, if you, today. Ha- if you haven't already, um, if he's doing a lot of DIY type stuff, feel free to offer, or at least I'll, I'm willing to drive and help out if he's doing painting or whatever else, just to, uh, just to extend our, our gratitude. Yeah. I'm fairly certain he will be, uh, asking for help. Yeah. Now he is. He's a very do it yourself <laughs> kind of guy. So that's a nice way to put it. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> he told me today that he owns an acupuncture clinic in Mount Pleasant. Yeah. He mentioned that I think, or was this a different one? I'm like, well, how much shit do you own, dude? <laughs> he talked about owning a, like a, a massage and acupuncture therapy type place yeah. when we were in Kentucky. Oh, did he? I didn't remember. Yeah, that. he mentioned it. And and I was, I tried to continue like and go on and it just, we just kind of skipped over it. And uh, it's always been in the back of my mind. Like what else does he own? But yeah, I don't know. I, don't I know you, I know he had the custom sound system and he sold that, right? Yep. Yeah. That's crazy. He's a good dude. They're having dinner right now at Husk. Husk. Yeah. Yep. Couldn't make it today. I've, well, I've never made it, but that's quite all right. <laughs> you can come whenever you want. Just got to tell me. Oh, I know. I'm, I'm well aware. It's just a, uh, you guys generally put that together somewhat like, I don't want to say last minute, but you know, with three kids and school activities and businesses, it's like, I, if you don't let me know a month or two ahead of time, I'm probably not going to make it. It's also not me. Like I just get, I get calendar. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, like, yeah, I have yeah. no idea. And I don't even usually don't even know they're in there because I'll see them and I'll just hit accept. And it's like, what am I doing? It's, what am I doing I, today? Well, yeah. What am I doing this week? And like on Sunday, I'll look at everything for the next week. Yeah. Which is super nice. Dude. There's, I have nothing going on until January. Dope. Good for you. You, you've, you've, uh, you hear that? Uh, <clears throat> you, you deserve a good break. Thanks. Oh, I appreciate Amen. it. Sorry, the only sure. dot on there is Christmas Eve and uh, and Christmas. Well, and you Kwanzaa. Christmas. Oh yeah, don't forget that. Isn't that one? Isn't that the made up one? I, I don't I'm going to fix this right now because I ask this question all the time. <laughs> what is Kwanzaa? What do you do on Christmas Day? Anything special? I know no. you guys are pretty low key. No, not doing um, like a hanging out with neighbors or anything, exchanging gifts. How'd no. your trip to Atlanta go? Oh, you know what Kwanzaa is and you're stalling me, huh? No, I don't actually. Uh, <laughs> I too have heard that it's that it was made up and that it, it's been perpetuated. But um, Five things you may not know about Kwanzaa. Kwanzaa was created in the 1960s. There you go. Many people celebrate both Kwanzaa and Christmas. Kwanzaa centers around seven principles. Homemade and educational gifts are encouraged. Okay. What's the deal with Kwanzaa? Isn't it just made up? <laughs> I love it was the fact that it was it. 
It is a fact that Kwanzaa was invented in 1966 by a black radical FBI stooge, Ron Karinga, a.k.a. Dr. Mulana Karinga. Karinga was the founder of United Slaves, a violent nationalist rival to the Black Panthers, and a dupe of the FBI. Wow, the FBI created it. Story time with Matt. Whether Karinga was a willing dupe or just a dupe remains unclear. Curiously, in 1995 interview with Ethnic Newswatch, Karinga matter-of-factly explained that the forces to get O.J. Simpson for the framed murder of two whites included the FBI, the CIA, the State Department, Interpol, Chicago Police Department, and so on. I'm sorry, how did we go from Kwanzaa being made up in the 60s to talking about O.J. Simpson, the O.J. Simpson trial? I don't know. It's uh, <laughs> I guess the, the FBI Wikipedia invented took a it. hard left turn. Yeah, like I still don't understand it. It's like Kwanzaa is based on simple lunacy, it says. From 1960s rhetoric of black racism and Marxism, the seven principles praise collectivism in every possible arena of life. I, I'm still just as confused. I feel like I'd have to, I gotta have to watch a YouTube video on this. Do you know, uh, man, I wish I, I wish I had it queued up, but the, uh, the judge on stage for, for, uh, the contest at the end of Billy Madison, he's like, thank you. For yeah. That. <laughs> the voice. We are all, you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah. And we're all now dumber for having listened to it yet. Yeah. That's, that's how I felt after reading, hearing you read that. I don't, I still don't understand it. It's, it's <laughs> I think it's like, we'll just forever not be able to not know you know yeah maybe yeah, i don't know maybe it has something to do with the uh, parallel universes and uh the cia is just trying not to mr madison what you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things i have ever heard at no point in your rambling incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it i award you no points and may god have mercy, mercy on your soul and then, okay a simple wrong would have done just fine but then you remain one yeah <laughs> so man he's such an underrated actor he's really good man uh i'm bloody too it's i've i've wanted to do just like a whole adam sandler day where i just watched a bunch of his movies yeah but even his like f- like kid friendly like family stuff is funny it's good stuff like i, I like all of his movies mm-hmm. i watched um family vacation i think is that what it is yeah i you know now that we think about it, i haven't listened to any of his christmas songs this year which i do almost every year it's been so busy uh hanukkah yeah he's got a bunch they're yeah. really good yeah <clears throat> yeah the um oh there was something i was gonna that i saw on the news i was gonna bring up and i already forgot i gotta look it up um Damn. getting old sucks man uh, yeah it's wild dude like oh by the way <laughs> do we have another podcast before january 1st oh good point dude nope. i don't know this might january be january 1st 2023 this is our last podcast of the year wow oh the next podcast will be new year's day so we got to do yep. something we should get to we should do a special episode like what we should kill a whole bottle okay no i'm not doing that each your weight yeah each that's what <laughs> <laughs> i could probably do a buffalo tray something like 80 proof i could probably do it live while. live stream it and we wake up in the morning and it's just it's been live streaming for 12 hours both of us passed out in our offices just and just laying on the floor <laughs> puking on the floor just, yeah i'm down yeah oh god i tried um, out we could do something yeah we'll figure it out yeah well thank you to everybody that's listened all year long we have a uh, yeah 
we appreciate all the comments and feedback that we get. It's, uh, it is cool to be able to sit here and talk into a microphone and then people, um, react to you like that. You don't even know, like we'll just get messages and, uh, it's really people, awesome. It's yeah. People introduce themselves at markets and, and, uh, mm-hmm. you know, I've, the one thing that hasn't happened yet that I, I, I hope to happen someday is to hear somebody over, overhear someone talking about whiskey and whitetails. Yeah. I like, I feel like that's a, like a mental milestone in you're, you're growing right is, is when you go places and maybe no one knows who I am, but they know who, what whiskey and whitetails is and who, who we are as a brand. And I overhear them talking about us. Then I'll be like, yeah, it's easier if you hang out in liquor stores. <laughs> <laughs> I bet it is. It happened to me today. Oh, nice. Yeah. He's like, oh, he's like, I bought a Glen Karen from you guys downtown. I was like, oh, nice to meet you. And I was, my name's Matt or whatever. And, uh, awesome. Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, I sent out those, uh, those game calls this morning. So those game calls went to look like sisters or relatives of the same family, just to two different people. So I think somebody was buying gifts, obviously, and sending. Mm-hmm. Um, that lady, did you ever get an, an invoice off to that one lady? Yeah, I did. I dropped it off this morning. Um, nice overnighted it to her i've actually i don't know if she paid i because i sent her like if you look at our like on the shopify thing uh-huh. it'll say you know whatever and so i just created an order for her and clicked um weird now i don't see it hmm. that's really strange yeah it's not in there now well whatever i have her email i'll send her an email with a um just like a regular invoice i guess okay it's really strange i definitely did it yesterday but maybe maybe i didn't click save or mm. odd uh a bit strange isn't it isn't it it's tuesday isn't it tuesday it's monday it no it's not you made my stomach feel funny when you said that did i Ugh. like you I missed it, it. yeah i made a funny joke in a meeting the other day and uh got a good laugh someone said uh it was it was monday and someone said, uh, definitely feels like a Monday today, huh? And I was like, dude, it's felt like a Monday since Friday. And it wasn't, I wasn't trying to be funny. It just, it had, cause the shit hit the fan from, for this week on Friday evening. Um, and I've been dealing with shit all, all over the weekend. And so like, it just felt like it was just an extension, like just a long, really long Monday. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, I, I meant it wholeheartedly. And then it, like everybody laughed, like got a really hard laugh. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm a funny guy. I guess. Yeah. Seriously, can you guys fucking fix this problem? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I remember what I was talking about. Um, last day. So January 1st, I, I'm going to do, as any true podcaster, I'm going to do World Carnivore Month in January. So I was going to sling oh, the invite to anybody that wanted to do it with me that's listening. Or... <laughs> okay. I'm going to try it out. I'm not going to do it, but that sounds fun. I've heard it makes you feel real good. I've heard it makes you shh. Yeah. Well, yeah, I know that you get like explosive diarrhea for a few days. Yeah, yeah. Do what you got to do. Maybe you don't, maybe you won't, right? Because you're, you're, you're built different. That's what, that's I'm going to eat say. an entire deer in the month of January. Oh, shit. That's funny. You should. Yeah. You got enough beef. Yeah. Just have like tomahawk steaks every night. Dude, I'm going to have so many ribeyes. I am going to crush. I need to get somebody. I need, an, uh, I need to get somebody to take me to. costco so i can buy like yeah you, you know they have to like slice your own ribeye yeah yeah you just gotta yeah. buy the you gotta buy the um 
the rib roast whole and then have them slice yeah. it for you. Just pay bulk for the whole rib roast and then ask them to slice it into steaks for you. Will they you do that? To, uh, pretty sure, yeah. You may have to call ahead of time, but I'm pretty sure you can do that. And then you may have to, they may not trim it up real pretty. That You may get cuts with like really thick bands of fat on the outside. But you just go home and trim that off and you're good to go. Yeah. I figured I would just slice it myself because uh, I got some shun yep. cutlery. Got some nice knives. Yeah, you can definitely do it yourself. I've done that. We uh, we brought a prime rib last year to actually for, to cook for Christmas, and then like everybody got sick, and then and nobody was coming over for <laughs> for dinner. So I cut the prime rib in half, and we still cooked a prime rib or roasted one, and then uh, I cut the other half in the steaks. It worked yeah. just fine. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna do. It. I'm really excited about it because uh, like I haven't been eating good intentionally. I've been mm-hmm. eating like straight shit all month. Nice. It's funny uh, that I realized posted yesterday when I was talking about the fake prepping thing. Yeah. Johnny Estes texted me. I'll read to you. He said, he said, uh, damn, we talked longer than I thought we did. He said, looks like you're prepping for hibernation. <laughs> uh, maybe. I was like, yeah, I know. I mean, like, shit. I always put weight on in December. He's, he's such a dick. Yeah. It's okay. Be an asshole, Johnny. I allow him to talk to me that way. You and that mustache look like you're prepping to be banned from being within 100 feet of a school. <laughs> How would that work as a firefighter? I don't know. Really badly. Yeah. Oh, uh, where's the call to? Oh, it's at a school I can't go. I have to sit this one out, fellas. <laughs> or they just drop him off at a 100-yard mark. You're going to you run the water here. meter today. Yeah. Don't move. You stay here. Yeah. You'll probably just get fired. I'm pretty sure they would fire you if you had a, a restraining order against. I mean, I can't really think of any profession where you'd be like, "Yeah, that's okay." Maybe yeah, you just wouldn't tell anybody. Seven Eleven. Probably maybe. more. There's probably more of that that goes on than I care to, uh, to think about. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. It's uh, it's definitely not a a rare thing. I wouldn't think. Yeah. Are you hunting with your bow anymore the rest of this year? I just saw your bow in the back in the background. Inspired the. Uh. Believe it or not, I need strings already. So no. What? Yeah. That means you've been shooting a lot, man. Good for you. I've been proud of you. Dude, I shot I shot that thing. I've shot that thing. Because so, now that <clears throat> I have a bow that I can shoot literally as far as I want. Yeah. Like with that dialed sight, it's 100 yards. Like, right. I'm going to. I'm going to. And so I have been. <laughs> I've been shooting <laughs> like all kinds of crazy distances just to see if I can do it. Um, And yeah, it's already frayed. The. The D loop is, uh, it looks like it's going to bust like at any minute. Oh, no. Yeah. The D loops make me nervous. I, I know that they're, they're tied and, and they're, they're meant to, to do exactly what they do, but they always look like they're about to just, just about to just come undone and blow up in your hand. Yeah. <clears throat> Luckily, they don't, generally speaking. Get hurt. Unless you're, get hoid. Yeah. Well, unless you're, <laughs> um, my triax kind of blew up on me. <clears throat> Because yeah. of that bad, well, apparently, um, I don't remember what it is about the tracks. I think it has something to do with the brace height and how the how the draw is. But they're real sensitive to um, broken or fractured knocks. So if the knock mm. is is loose, even just a little bit, like when you slide your arrow on, you hear that little snap. Yeah. If, if you don't have a real solid good snap when you slide that on with your triax. Um, for whatever reason, if it's if it's loose, when you release, it operates as if you dry fired it. Um, 
and it just doesn't just doesn't perform well and i it was like four weeks before we left for that elk hunt and it just blew up in my hand um it bent the cams and everything and i had bought that online through a company out of like indiana or somewhere else maybe it was iowa and they sent it to me because i didn't buy it through a store the whole like registration process for having a warranty uh kind of fell through so i technically didn't have a warranty and uh, bud's archery shop here in somerville went through the trouble of um calling matthews explaining the situation and getting my bow registered with matthews and getting me free cams and everything replaced and i, I paid very little just for the uh just for the the labor and it was it was super awesome because that could have cost me a lot of money yeah i mean it could cost anybody else a lot of money <laughs> do you do you know a um, good bowstring company like is there a company that you i've heard of gas like a lot of people use the gas strings but i don't i've never looked into replacing or upgrading you know the, the most i've ever looked at upgrading on my bow has been the sight and you know stabilizer maybe the drop array uh rest i've not i've never looked at at doing anything special for for strings it's usually whatever the shop has or whatever matthews recommends if they have that because I've, I've had two matthews bows um well this one has like the zebra strings and every review i watched on on the um geez what bow do i have the phase, phase four. four yeah, yeah turn look at it um every review i watched on a phase four like the first thing they do is take the zebra strings off and put something oh, really on it. interesting i know apparently they're junk Oh, I didn't know that. I think that's kind of what comes standard with most Matthews. Yeah, I think, and I mean, that's what came on mine. Yeah. The other thing too is uh, the we looked it up the other day. We don't think we talked about it on the podcast, but we were making fun of Hoyt people, not Hoyt people. We're making fun of Hoyts. But uh, I guess Joe Rogan had said that they dry fire every bow like a thousand times, and, and we were like, "Bullshit!" Uh, they do. They do. Yeah. Uh, we were wrong. <laughs> Pretty crazy. Imagine, imagine that. That way, Folks, when, you, it, when you get it, it's already got a thousand dry fires under its belt. So, yeah, the machine is solid. crazy. It's like they they lock it up, and it literally just comes in, pulls the string, and just pow, pow, no kidding. pow, and it just that. I guess they do it a thousand times. Wow, it's impressive. Yeah. So why I wish they, they? I wish they'd go ahead and do that for firearms. You know, they say so many times, like you got to put about a thousand rounds before this this bad boy is really broken in. Yeah. Maybe do that for me. Yeah. That'd be nice because it gets expensive shooting a thousand rounds oh no shit yeah it's like i'm holding this thing wow <laughs> it needs it needs a thousand rounds put through it yeah yeah is that a 10 millimeter it's a nine it's a joke a niner yeah hi right, jeff what's up dog basically we almost uh we had that dog over for like a visit yeah did not go well no layla hater no no layla layla was fine uh he was fine he has got some serious uh like trauma from wherever it was he came with like he came in the house and found uh, he faced away from everyone and walked up to me and like i started petting him and then he would not move no treats no nothing he just stood still would not be frozen would not move um, and if i stopped petting he would kind of look at me like are we okay like what's happening and then so the lady left and we're like well i'll let you hang out for a few hours if you want and we're like yeah sure let's let's try that out um she's like he is kind of hard to get in the house he likes to be outside uh we let them all outside just he and leo to see if they'd play and hang out they just kind of did their own thing when it was time to come inside 
Dude, it took us almost an hour. It took us over an hour to get him in the house. Really? Yeah. He just he just did not want to go inside. He wouldn't let you get close to him. And uh, once he got back in the house, he like posted up to next to the back of the couch, like leaning up against it, and just wouldn't move. And I told Jessica, I was like, "Look, I'm all about giving a dog a a, a fresh start and a new home, but like." We're so busy with the kids. Like I can't spend an hour every time this dog yeah, goes trying outside to trying to get them in the house. Yeah. And I'm sure it would get better, but how much better? Like 30 minutes? Cause that's still, I, I still can't do that either. And so we had to tell them like, look, we love the dog and appreciate the opportunity, but we just don't think we'll be able to give the, you know, Burton was his name, Burton, the, uh, the attention that he really needs. And, and I, I recommended finding someone that has some space and some property outside where he can just be outside if that's where he wants to be. Yeah. He but, probably doesn't want to. He probably like inside is bad. I think why well, I, I think from the story I got where he came from, I think he was kept outside, and that's where he's comfortable. And like inside is is new and loud and smells and it's too much, and he just yeah. prefers to be outside. And so you know, sometimes you get a dog that's born outside and that's where it lives, and whether it's mistreated or not outside, it doesn't know any better, and that's just where it wants to be. He seemed real sweet, but he did seem like he was. he's got some baggage for sure. Yeah, he was super sweet, and uh, but he definitely, definitely had uh, some issues. So it sucked. Kids were bummed, but we're we're still looking. I think we're gonna end up adopting a dog. Yeah. Well, it's good to have him in the house. It's good for the kids. It's good for. Uh... I need I need one. I need a quiet attack dog. So Layla can be the loud barker. You know, she's got a big bark, but she doesn't. You know, when she came in the house, she just starts wagging her tail and just lick you to death is all she would do. Yeah. I need the quiet one behind her that if you do break in the house, she starts wagging her tail. He, she's the distraction. He comes from behind and just attacks, you know, straight in the neck. Did yeah, I show you the video of that dude that got hit by the, the police dog and they, no. they grabbed his bicep or his, uh, oh yeah, yeah. You did a uh, trap, the trap, trap yeah. muscle. Dude, rough. Snack. that would hurt so much. Yeah. I bet like that dog, dog was like so over him and like latched yeah. onto his shoulder just ripped him to the ground i bet that dog was so stoked oh yeah i bet he was too yeah I, it's, it's, <laughs> what's funny is like I, I don't know if they can really tell the difference between like the fake arm and actually like getting right. a hold of some meat like do they really uh, you know I it's like you. a little blood Ugh. yeah i want some yeah. more of that dad or mom Dude, right, let, me at him. <laughs> let me add him i was laughing about uh, an instagram really the other day they had um this girl found a bobcat and adopted it and brought it home or whatever. And all the comments were like some of the dumbest people in the world, but they were like, it's all fun and games until it tastes some of your blood. And then it did. then it starts attacking you and killing you at night. <laughs> it's like, what are you talking about? Yeah, okay. You mean when it bites me and I wake up and kick all 25 pounds of it across the room? Yeah. But it's, it's just not like that big. It's like, you think it can discern the difference between human blood and, you know, elk blood or whatever you're feeding it. Probably not. Like, you, like what do people think? They think they smell. They're not sharks. You know? It's in the movie. It's not the movies. It's not a vampire. It gets a taste yeah. for human blood, and suddenly, it's you know, <laughs> yeah. game over. You know, so I'm not advocating dumb. Yeah, I'm not advocating for getting and and raising wild animals, but also, you know, it's probably going to be fine. Yeah, in, unless in it's a cases. possum, you can definitely um, raise a wild possum if you want. Yeah, I had the conversation with somebody at work, believe it or not. Did you? Yeah, she... Uh, she have a possum? She had a possum, like a pin, like a lapel, like, you know, women wear, like, sweaters and, like, a nice pin, like a brooch, I think maybe is the right word. It was a possum, her brooch mm. pin thing. Possum I was pen. like, is that, is that a possum? She's like, I love possums. I was like, 
I gotta get you in contact with my best friend. He also loves possums. I love them. <laughs> I think they're so cool. Yeah, I told her I, she did not know that they couldn't get rabies, and and that you could just kind of just pick them up from the scruff of their neck and yep, you know, they go like cat. They just make noises, but you know, yeah. they'll be fine. She had yeah, no idea. A lot she's of like, don't know that. She's like, I'm gonna go pick up a. I'm gonna find a possum, pick it up. I was like, yeah, just for just like full disclosure, I'm not responsible for anything that happens. Yeah, try to do that. Yeah, their body. A lot of people don't know their body temperature is too low in order for them to contract rabies. But uh, a lot of people, you know, it's like. Every, every time I sell somebody that, they're like, no, and then they have to like Google it. And I'm like, see, I told you they can't get rabies, but they, uh, they can't see where the damn, they can't see at all. No, you know how big it. their eyes are. But. Did you know the armadillos make a hissing noise? I believe it. Dude, I was walking out from my stand the other day. And I think I told this story and that possum scared me. I don't think I, I don't think I put the emphasis on what it was that scared me because when you walk through the woods, you know, I don't care how big and manly you are. There's always a little part of you that's like, oh my God, someone's going to follow me. Someone's going to come after me, right? There's always that little tiny, that's that kid inside you that's like looking behind, you know, just to make sure. You hear stuff rustle all the time. But this mm -hmm. damn armadillo, which also they move much faster than they uh, they, they let on, made this like hissing noise, like, <laughs> and then it took off. And I about shit myself. <laughs> you thought it was going to get you? I thought it was coming after me, man. I, yeah. I took a couple quick steps in the other direction, and then it was going the opposite. So I played cool for all the owls watching but uh i'm pretty sure all the any animals watching me were getting a laugh i think you think animals hang out and talk about us when we leave the woods that fucking idiot probably like the that owl when you were hunting that owl that like perched up right in front of us just was staring yeah. at us that was cool really cool you don't ever get to see stuff like that no it, it's that that's the kind of stuff that uh if i never shot an animal again that's the kind of stuff that would continue to keep me going out to hunt yeah those kind yeah. of interactions watching uh, one of my favorite I ever watched, and I know we're getting close on our, our typical hour, but uh, sitting in the big stand at the food plot where uh, uh, the other the club we hunt, and a stray cat was like creeping through the uh, through the field, and a, a red-tailed hawk swooped in to try and snatch it, and it saw it just in time and flipped over on its back and like showed its claws and like made a noise and it scared the bird off and then it it, it took off but like seeing that that cat just you know stick up for itself was a lot of fun that's pretty cool That'd i kind of a, a little bit kind of wished it would have got he would have snagged yeah, it yeah i wish it would have snagged it just because it would be fun to watch but also uh one of the most majestic and like america things i've ever seen uh was at the 82nd uh airborne headquarters there was a uh there was a it was either a red a red-tailed hawk or it was a a juvenile i don't remember i know it didn't have a white head it was all it was mostly brown it was either it was i was at a distance so it was either a juvenile bald eagle or, or like a red-tailed hawk or something like that but it was on the lawn of the 82nd airborne headquarters and he killed a squirrel and was just sitting there ripping it apart in the lawn just nice. looking around people were stopping in uniform and, and on the sidewalk walking and taking pictures and they were just hanging out just ripping guts and just it was awesome i've seen that before i've seen that land right in like 20 feet in front of me laying on top of a squirrel and was eating corn <laughs> Nice. And then, like, it saw me and took off and left. It's like, no, the squirrel was still there, just like mangled up. Oh, no. And I was like, oh, come back and get it, man. I'm not going to mess with you. Yeah. I, I, I watched a, uh, I saw a baby squirrel fall out of a tree and then sit and make a, that squealing noise for like 30 minutes until something found it and screwed, you know, fucked it up. I just, I couldn't see from where I was at what it was, but it got quiet. <laughs> 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 
Yeah. And, and to be honest with you, like I felt bad, but also it had been doing that for like an hour and a half and I was ready for it to stop. I'm sure. As was whatever ate it apparently. Yeah. Anyways. All right. Well, I think that's it. If, yeah. If you've hung out, thank you. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Whatever you celebrate or believe, we don't really care. Just enjoy your time. Be safe. Drink some whiskey. Be merry. Don't drink eggnog, you savage animals. Nasty people. (laughs) I fucking do that. Uh, My Uh, kids like it. I can't stand it. Ugh, disgusting. Not my thing at all. But uh, yeah, thank you for hanging out. Thank you for an awesome year. Appreciate all the support. We hope to continue to have that. Thank you to our Patreon, as always, for their support and the executive producers for giving a shit when we deserve it and helping us out whenever uh, we don't deserve it. So, um, yeah, that's all I got. Happy, uh, happy New Year! Enjoy. Uh, we'll we'll talk to you on New Year's Day, but uh, be safe New Year's Eve and ringing in the New Year. Yep. Merry Christmas. Bye. Bye.